us as we worship God in Christ Jesus at Lord of Hosts International Church. Jesus is Lord forever. What I have to share this morning is what I title ensuring that your name is in the book of life. Ensuring that your name is and your name stays in the book of life. But I'll flow into that through where I stopped yesterday. Amen. Yesterday we were talking about before the books are opened. The events and things. Too many things, very many things, but some critical things that must be known. Glory to God. We talked about the fact that there will be deaths. People will die. No, I'm not saying people will die more than before. I'm just saying before the books will be opened, then everybody should be out of this realm. Alright? And the implication of that is that even if you think Jesus is not coming in your lifetime, your lifetime is not forever. Your lifetime is not forever. So prepare for his coming the way the apostles did. The second thing was that there will be the great falling away. The great falling away. Sometimes we like to think of falling away only as pastors who are backsliding and deviating and getting into all manner of madness and wickedness in the name of ministry. That is it. That is it. When men who have preached righteousness over the years turns around and begins to tell you grace has taken care of everything. You are free to sin. That's a falling away. When a man who has been an archbishop over a nation for many years begins to tell you if God does not allow gay to enter heaven, I will not enter. That's a falling away. But apart from that, we have shared the one we are to share with pastors in the minister's conference. This is not minister's conference. The falling away is also happening or meant to happen to people that are not pastors. When someone who was once on fire for God is no more on fire, that's a falling away. When someone who was once a committed Christian becomes a lukewarm Christian, that's a falling away. My wife was asking one of my daughters yesterday about a certain brother that is a member of their department that got as close to coming into ministry and being ordained a pastor in this church. My wife was asking him, has, asking her, has that brother been in this convention? She said he came once. When you, that was almost becoming a pastor, now comes to convention once, you are falling away. When you that used to be an example to others, now need a follow-up. There's a falling away. Some time ago, we heard a story. A man entered a train and sat in the train and beside him, there was another man sitting 
who was ravaged by drugs and alcohol. This happened in Europe. He, when you see him, you know this is a drug addict and an alcoholic. Smelling. And this man that entered the plane and sat beside him started singing a hymn. And the hymn he was singing was On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross the emblem of suffering and shame. He sang that hymn and the old haggard looking stinking man began to cry and weep. Began to cry profusely. And this man felt like, okay, maybe the spirit of God has come upon him and convicted him. So he tried to console him. So that he can now preach to him. The old, haggard, looking, stinking, drug, ravaged, alcohol, destroyed man said, you know why I'm crying? He said, no. He said, I am the one that composed that hymn. When you began to sing, I began, the whole picture of who I was came back to my mind. And I saw who I am now. And I can't help myself. Take heed. Ye that think ye stand. Bless you for. Jesus was not joking when he said the time will come when the first will become the last. It is the great falling away. We are in an age where people leave church for every flimsy thing and they don't understand that they are the ones falling away. I will not go to church again. All these pastors are criminals. You are a liar. We are not all criminals. I know a lot that are not criminals. There may be many that are criminals. But I also know many that are not criminals. But look at it. Even if you thought so, is that a reason to turn your back on God? There was a time in Elijah's life, Elijah thought so. But he didn't turn his back on God. Instead, he said, God, take me to heaven. Let me get out of here. Because I'm the only one remaining that is worshipping you. Everybody's gone crazy. God said, Elijah, shut your mouth. I have 7,000 that have not bowed their knees to bow, nor kissed his feet. Anything it is that makes you not just stop serving God or stop worshipping God but reduce the intensity is a falling away the Bible says when you see that understand that the antichrist is around the corner when we look at the, the next thing we want to look at you will understand this clearer praise God and so let no man deceive you look at your neighbor and help me say let no man deceive you after the great falling away, there shall be rapture. Everybody say rapture. rapture. Say it like you mean it. Say rapture. rapture. I tried my best to describe it the much I could yesterday. A day will come 
if we are still alive. When, like the scripture describes it, in a twinkling of an eye, in a moment, people who are ready, people who are in Christ Jesus, people who have surrendered their lives, and I mean surrender their lives. Tell your neighbor, I actually mean surrender their lives. I don't mean those who go to church. To surrender a life to Christ is not first about going to church. Going to church is important to help you preserve that life, to help you nurture that life, to help you sustain that life, to help you grow in that life. Are you getting what I'm saying? But somebody can go to church and not be in Christ. One man of God preached a message many years ago. He titled it, The Devil Goes to Church Too. The proof that you have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, like he said in the book of Luke chapter 6, he said to the Jews, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say? So for Jesus, the proof that you have surrendered your life to him is that you do what he says. Now, this is where going to church comes in. When you are in church, especially if you are in the right church like this one then you will have the opportunity to be taught what is it that he said that you... that's the role church plays that's why for me any church that is not teaching the life of Christ is a theater it's an entertainment center it's a cinema hall okay it can be a finance institution anything you like call it Akawo Center, football field, business center, anything you like, call it. But if, if, if there's no commitment to teaching believers how to live the life of Christ, then it's not a church. Paul describes the church as the ground and pillar of truth. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He that believeth and is baptized and is baptized shall be saved. And teach them to observe and to do all that I have taught you. Teach them to observe and to do all that I have taught you. If you have been hearing hyper grace preachers telling you it is not about what you do, they are liars, they are messengers of Satan that are looking for souls to drag to hell. Jesus said, Teach them to observe. Everybody said to observe. And to do. Everybody say to do. What? All that I have taught you. All that I have taught you. Oh, not some. He didn't say teach them about my grace. He said teach them all that I have taught you. Because grace is fantastic. But it is just an aspect of Christ. It is not the totality of Christ. So when Jesus comes in the air, in the cloud. Now let me explain this. The second coming of Christ is in two phases or two kinds of manifestations. One, the one he will come in the air. He wouldn't get to, he wouldn't get to the ground. He will be in the air. In that one, that's when the rapture will happen. Every sense that is ready. Will be caught up to meet with him in the air. Let's read it. I read it yesterday, but 
for the benefit of those who did not come yesterday. Let's read it. First Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 14. You must know these things. Amen. Please help me say to your neighbor, neighbor, we need to know these things. And you, you see, the reason I'm emphasizing it is because we live in a church generation where some people can go to church for many years and not even know these things. As a matter of fact, why am I going far? There's a pastor around us that taught his people, he said, taught his ministers, he said, if you want the church to grow, don't preach about rapture. And one of his pastors came to ask me, forgive me, but I told him, I said, that's a lie from hell. Your pastor is speaking for Satan. You cannot make the rapture if you don't know about the rapture. The rapture is not something you make by luck. It is something you must know about and you must deliberately prepare for it. When it comes to entering heaven, the Bible says press to enter. Press. In other words, force your way. Why? Because there are so many things trying to stop you from entering. The devil doesn't mind that you play and enjoy church on earth as far as you are not rapturable. He doesn't mind at all. Play all the church you want on earth. Enjoy all the church you want on earth. Sing in the choir. Be a member of the prayer warrior. But remain in bitterness. Be an usher but continue in adultery and fornication. Be a tighter but continue to beat your wife and be rebellious. The devil doesn't mind. Do you understand? Do philanthropy. Feed the poor, but don't be holy. The devil is not, is not worried. Because he knows. If you like, know it. If you like, deny it. The devil himself knows that the scripture is clear. Follow peace with all men. And holiness. Everybody say holiness. Come on, say with me, holiness. Without which, without which, without which, without which, no man shall see the Lord. He knows it. So do any other thing you like. In fact, if you like, become a pastor, be a preacher. Just don't be holy. He's okay with you. Because he is looking for company in hell. He's looking, the devil, listen, you are made in the image and likeness of God. The devil is still angry with God for throwing him out of heaven. He feels that if he can drag human beings to hell, he will have some sort of consolation when he's burning in the lake of fire and he sees something that looks like God in there. That's the whole game. That's why you don't go to church for prophecy. You don't go to church for miracles. You don't go to church for solution. Prophecies are part of God's blessing. Solutions are part of God's blessings. Miracles are part of God's manifestations. In fact, these miracle people are chasing. The reason God does it is to confirm the real thing, which is the word. If you summarize one reason we should go to church, it is so that you can know God well enough, serve him well enough in order to make it to heaven. 
Every other thing is secondary. Let's read it. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 14. Everybody whose name is in the book of life, read it with me. One, two, go. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him again. Verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive, we which are alive, we which are alive, I pray that you will remain alive spiritually. That if Jesus comes in our generation, may you not be found spiritually dead when he comes. We which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump or trumpet of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Go ahead. That's why when a believer dies, none of us here is going to die prematurely in Jesus name. But when a believer dies, it's not a big deal. When people die, the first question I used to ask is not how old. It is was he born again? Was she born again? Once the person is not born again, how old or how young is immaterial? Because it's an eternal loss. But once the person is born again, it would have been gracious of God and it would have been something that would make us grateful if the person lived long. But that is also not too bad because we will see again. <laughs> Then we which are alive and remain shall be what caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So what's going to happen is that when the trumpet sounds, the first people to hear it are dead saints. They will first rise. And go and meet God in the air. And meet Jesus in the air. Then we that are alive suddenly will hear. Pyam, we are gone. We are gone. <laughs> we are gone. I pity unbelievers who will be in a vehicle being driven by a good believer. Because God will not respect the fact that he's, in the, he's on steering. He will disappear. He will disappear. He will leave them to their fate. The hospitals will be very busy that day. Emergency operations will be very busy that day. Newsrooms will be filled that day. But like your Bible says, two shall be walking on the streets. One will be taken, the other will be left. Two shall be grinding in the meal. One will be taken, the other will be left. Two shall be lying on the bed. One will be taken, the other will be left. Like I used to say, husband and wife, stop trying to use God as your, as your what, what do I call it now? As your item of quarrel when you quarrel. You see some men, when they are angry with their wife, I know they go to church today. And they verse. Be careful. Be careful. Because two shall be lying on the same bed. One will be taken. Another, the other one will be left. Some men will wake up that morning and not find their wife. Her clothes will be on the bed. She is gone. They are still there. Some women will wake up that day and not find their husbands. Or maybe you haven't even slept. You were just in pew. One person just left. <laughs> we will go together. 
God knows we will go together. <laughs> are, we to, are, we, are we together here? Amen. Tell your neighbor, rapture. I want you to say it like three times so that that person will never forget it. Now verse 18 says, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. You know why there is so much wound in the church and no comfort? Because we don't think about these things anymore. You know why a believer will stop coming to church? Because his business didn't happen. Because we don't think about these things anymore. You know why a woman stops coming to church? Because her husband abandoned her. Because we don't think about these things anymore. Our comfort is not in material things. Our comfort is not in breakthroughs. Our comfort is not in family deliverance. Our comfort is not in healing. Thank God for those things. And may God continue to give them to us as much as we need them. Our comfort is in the hope that one day we are leaving this place. Not just like every other person. But like the special saints of God that we are. Can't forget a song mommy them sang many, many years ago. It won't be long. Ah, when we believe in him, it won't be long. Ah, we'll be going home. You better count the years and count the months. Count the years as more. Lana. Count the months as weeks, weeks now. Count the weeks as day now. Any day now, any time. We'll be going home. Listen, you are not a citizen of this earth. This world is not your home. You are a sojourner here. You are a pilgrim here. You came to do some things and fulfill some destinies and impart some lives and get as many as you can grab and one day we'll be going home. Don't be carried away by national ID card. Get it because the law says so, but it's part of the preparation for the reign of the Antichrist. What the world is doing, world leaders being moved by the spirit of the dragon who is going to possess the Antichrist is to get every human information so that there will be no hiding place when the Antichrist shows up. You are a stranger. To this earth you are a pilgrim here it's like someone who went to market buy what you came to buy and get back home stop living like this is your permanent place of abode whatever you may face whatever you may see Whatever challenges that come your way as you serve the Lord, remember one thing, one day I will be caught up to meet with the Lord in the air. Whoever insults you, whoever reproaches you, whatever anyone denies you, one day 
I will put off this earthly tabernacle. Caught up to meet with the Lord in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something called rapture. It will happen before the books are open. The fourth thing, let me run, before the books are open, is what I call the revelation or the manifestation of the Antichrist. It has a very solid connection with the rapture. That's why when we read about the falling away, the Bible says the, man of, the, the mystery of iniquity is already working. The only thing is that him who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. And I, I explained to you yesterday that the person that is letting the Antichrist not take the stage now is the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is here because believers are here. As soon as the rapture happens, the Holy Ghost is out of this messed up world. And Satan will rule the earth for seven good years. A man of God said something and I believe him completely. He said, people used to ask why would God allow Satan rule the world? The reason is because human beings have always clamored against God's leadership. Mm. Number one, that's why some people refuse to go to church. Some people refuse to be born again. Some that are in church refuse to live by the word of God. You tell them God says, don't commit adultery. They say, do you know what my wife has done to me? You tell them God says, pay your tithe. They say, who will eat it? The rebellion against God is as if humanity is trying to say to God, we will be better off without you. So the reign of the Antichrist is God's attempt to show humanity what life is without God. And it's actually an extension of God's mercy for the last time. Before everything is rounded up. Let's read a few scriptures. Glory to God. Daniel chapter 7. I will, I, we, we will have to rush some of these scriptures because they are lengthy. But we need them. Daniel chapter 7. From verse 2 to verse 10. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night. Read with me so that you maintain concentration. One, two, go everybody. Daniel spake and, saw, and said, I saw in a vision by night. And behold, the four winds of the heavens drove together. Winds were fighting one another upon the great sea. But four and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first, take note of their descriptions because we're going to meet them in Revelation. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wing. Can you imagine? And I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man. And the man's heart was given to it. <laughs> Verse 5. There's no time to explain all this. Let's just concentrate on where we're going. Verse 5. And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear. And it raised up itself on one side. And it had three ribs in the mouth of it. Go ahead. And they said, unto, and they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. 
So when you see some leaders kill people and orchestrate war as if human life is nothing, it's because they have the heart of beasts. Verse 6. After this, I beheld and lo, another like a leopard which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads and dominion was given to it. After this, I saw in the night vision. Now we have seen the one that looked like a lion, the one that looked like a bear, and the one that looked like a leopard. After this, I saw in the night vision. And behold, a fourth beast dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Take note, the one that had ten horns. Verse 8, and I considered the horns. And behold, there came up among them another little horn. Now, let me just throw this light. This is going to be distracting. But these, and these beasts or kings are kingdoms, empires that were meant to arise in the history of the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? And many of them has risen and gone over the years. Now, this one that has ten horns is actually the final empire that will produce the Antichrist. It is going to come from the European Empire. But the, 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 so when you see European Union, all of these are demonstrations. They are experiments. They are trying to see how stage, sorry, how set is the stage for the Antichrist to take over. Amen? Amen. Alright. And when you see international politics, kings and presidents of different nations trying to do things to have dominion over another nation, this is the reason. Sometimes you ask yourself, which one consigns Russia with? Why does Russia want to do this in Iraq and do that? It's because these experimentations are going on. The devil is looking for who can represent him well. Don't be deceived. Hello. Verse 8, I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man. How can horn have eyes like the eyes of a man? And a mouth speaking great things. That's where I'm going to. A mouth speaking great things. Why does it look like most world leaders always like to speak against God? That is why when you are against Donald Trump, slow down. Because that is one world leader that speaks openly for Christ. Whether it's from his heart or is hypocritical. Let's leave God to be the judge of that. But at least that is one person that stands up to say to your president, stop killing Christians in Nigeria. No other leader has said that. But you know why some Christians will always have problems with such leaders? Because they value visa to America more than they value their Christian heritage. Say so it's deporting black people. Hear this from me. Sincerely. 
I don't have problem with a president's economic or, or immigration policies as long as he's for Christ. Because my allegiance is to Christ first and foremost before any economic policy. A pastor friend of mine told me in America, yeah, I don't like Donald Trump. He's deporting people. I said, go home. After all, what are you doing in another man's country? Now, he is just deporting, and for your information, not just Nigerians. In fact, he has deported more Mexicans than Nigerians and Ghanaians, and his wife is a Mexican. Because people don't have information, they just don't. Yet, the world has not condemned the president of South Africa for xenophobic attack. So the attack on Trump is not about the deportation. It's about his stand for the faith. Whether it is hypocritical or true, let God be the judge of that. At least that is the only president in the whole world that had the courage to pronounce Jerusalem the capital of Israel according to God's covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It amazes me when I see Christians attack such leaders. Verse 9. Be careful because if you are more inclined to earthly things being the way you want, then you are inclined to the fulfillments of God's desire, you will support the Antichrist without knowing. The pastor that told me how much he hates Donald Trump is a Nigerian pastor. I asked him, who did you support in Nigeria? He said, Buhari. I said, congratulations. God bless you, sir. It shows the state of people's heart. When you value appointment above Christian heritage, you value contract above Christian heritage, you will be a fantastic tool for the Antichrist. Because when the Antichrist arises, he's going to give people all they are asking for politically. He's going to give people all they are asking for economically. The only thing is that he will destroy the faith of Christianity. So where do you stand? For Christ or good economy? Verse 9. I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days did sit whose garment was white as snow. And the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like fiery flames. And his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him. And ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. And judgment was set. And the books were opened. So the, all I'm just saying, let's not go into all the The Antichrist will be giving room to operate before the books will be opened. Dr. Maurice Elurel said, any Christian, any pastor that loves wealth, fame, advantages, more than anything, will be an agent of the Antichrist. Will be 
Let's read some more. Because explanations will hinder me from reading. Can we read Revelation 13? You're getting cold. Not be you, God, just do miracle for now, now. If you receive this miracle, you must receive his word. Though. Revelation 13. Glory to God in the highest. Now, don't get cold because these things are for the salvation of your soul. Some people have died in church and gone to hell because they don't know what you're hearing now. Revelation 13, are we together? Ah, only a few people from around here are answering. Let us read. If your name is in the book of life, read with me from verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. Do you remember the other one? The ten horns there. And upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. What is blasphemy? Desecration of sacred things. Most of the things going on on social media, people talking about church, talking about tithe, talking about offering, talking about God, are blasphemous things. You must not join them. Because there's a spirit motivating them. It is the spirit of the Antichrist. Anything you want to know about God, it's in the Bible. Not in social media. Social media is good for you to communicate social things. But if it is spiritual things, it's not to be found in social media. Verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. Do you remember the other one? And his feet were as the feet of a bear. Do you remember the bear? And his mouth as the mouth of a lion. Do you remember the lion? So now one beast combined all the three attributes of the other beasts. And the dragon gave him his power. And his seat, that's position. And great authority. Who is the dragon? The devil, Satan, Lucifer. Gave this person his power, his seat, and great authority. Verse 3. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. I pray that you will not be among those that will wonder after the beast. We're going to find out why later. Let's go on. And they worshipped the dragon. Now listen. When you are someone that is moved by signs and wonders, you may not escape worshipping the Antichrist. Don't be moved by signs. Don't be moved by wonders. Don't be moved by power. Don't be moved by authority. Don't be moved by connections. Be moved by the word of God. Ancient word will guide us home. Ancient word will guide us home. Ancient word ever true. Changing me and changing you. 
we have come with open heart. Oh, let the ancient world in. The only thing that will guide us home is the ancient world. Christians who look for the church where the governor is attending, they will serve the Antichrist. Pastors who instead of being on their knees in prayer are locking in government house lobbies looking for contract and connection, they will serve the Antichrist. Say, you know, say that church, then get big men. You will fall for the Antichrist. The Antichrist gave this beast his power, gave him his seat, and gave him great authority. And sometimes those mindsets are motivated by an actual mind of faithlessness. Because if I believe that if I serve God well in my church, God will bless me with anything he wants. I won't be looking for a church where the pastor is connected to government house. It's faithlessness. And for your information, I'm not saying that because I lack such connections. I actually refuse and resist them. My wife is a witness. How many of them have invited me and I say I'm not coming? Not to be disrespectful. My own is, what is Elijah doing with Ahab if he has no word from God? I'm trying to keep my sanity and keep my focus. Because many of my senior brothers that have connected with them have lost their vision. They worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is like unto the beast? <laughs> who is able to make war with him? Listen, this thing is not about who appears to be prevailing. Because there's actually a time that God will allow Satan appear like he's conquering the church. Yeah, you will see it here. How the, the saints of the Most High will be given into the hand of the beast. And he will make war with them and overcome them. It's about knowing where does your allegiance lie? What is written? It's the only defense. I, I see Christians these days, if there is a problem in church and then some big men leave the church, they don't even know what's the matter. They say big men don't come out. Make we come out now. You don't know Christ. And they are fond of telling you all the pillars have gone. And I laugh because pillars never move. Papers fly. Yes, I want, I want paper. Thank you. Barrister Fubara, can you come please? Hold these papers. Just hold it like this. Uh -huh. Stand where I'm standing, face the church. Who do I use before then go say na pastors arrange them? <laughs> no, then go say you be my daughter. Now we arrange them. Please, sir, can you come? 
stand beside him blow the papers blow it with breeze blow it did you see the papers fly okay sir go and blow this pillar watch him watch him blow the pillar he even put his mouth closer and the pillar is not moving give Jesus a clap of praise God bless you sir be wise be wise Is it all the pillars don't go that's why I'm going And I have noticed something as a pastor. And I'm not trying to ridicule anybody or anything. I'm, I, I give God the glory. I notice that most times when some people leave church and people say they are pillars, God begins to do better things in the church. God once, God once told me, say, if anybody thinks he's, he's the backbone of my church, I will break his bone. Because I'm the only backbone of my church. Not even the pastor is the backbone. That's why pastors die and church continue. Because somebody wear good clothes, sit down for front, cross leg, they say pillar. <laughs> the point I'm making is let no man deceive you. Verse 5. And there was given unto him, listen to this one, a mouth. Are you, are you still reading with me? Speaking great words, God great things, and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue 40 and 2 months. Go ahead, verse 6. Speaking great things and blasphemy. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. To blaspheme his name and his tabernacle. That is why, listen, listen. That is why Freeze will attack Paul and Nature for building God glory dome. Because he's an antichrist. That's what the antichrist does. They blaspheme God. They blaspheme his name. They blaspheme his word. They blaspheme his tabernacle. And then we get to the point that we even blaspheme those that dwell in heaven. You know, when we have been raptured, they will tell you, don't, don't mind them, it's not any rapture. They just disappear because they don't deserve to be here. May you not be around to hear that story. I can imagine a news like this from CNN. Disappearance of certain persons who are not subject to the governments of their nations have been reported from different countries. Those of their religion claim that they have been raptured. But scientists say some aliens took them away because the earth could no longer harbor such rebels. <laughs> May you not be watching your TV on that day. May you be with us in heaven singing hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I want to say it again. May you be with us in heaven singing hallelujah to the Lamb of God. May you not be tuned into CNN that day. Because there are going to be two sides on that day. 
those who are in the hills of glory singing worthy worthy is the lamb worthy worthy is the lamb worthy worthy is the lamb that was slain praise him hallelujah praise him hallelujah praise him hallelujah praise the lord may you be among god singing that song in heaven on the day of rapture then the second group are those who are going to be on earth watching cnn cross-checking the information looking for pastors who miss the rapture god forbid may i not be one of them looking for pastors who miss the rapture to ask them questions and looking for scientists to see the scientific perspective then we are gone the news that we got now is that a certain pastor is saying it cannot be rapture because we have disappeared the news reaching us from Akokuedo is that a certain Christian man who said his wife refuses to obey him because she's always going to church his wife disappeared we were gone they will speak blasphemy even against those that dwell in heaven now that's why your Christianity must rise above what people say about God nobody has the testimony of God more than God go to his book and find out what he says about himself people tell me I went to that church they said I should bring 100,000 for prayer I went to that church they said I should bring this I said have you been to Lord of Hosts did anybody ask you for money? No, I've not been to a lot of us. Have you been to uh, Old Path Revival Commission? No, I've not been there. Have you been to World Assembly? No, I've not been there. Have you been to Deeper Life Bible Church? No, I've not been there. I asked one person, wait in your leg, they always find for bad places. Why are you always in the wrong church? I've given you the name of four or five good churches now. You have not entered anyone yet. For deep, call it unto deep. The sound of the word as well. The same devil that is sending all these false prophets to spoil our name. So be wise and don't be deceived. Verse 7 please. Let's run. Time is gone. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And Now you must understand God is more interested in how much you believe in him how much you trust him how much you are willing to obey him that he's interested in showing some power to show that anything give power to the antichrist to fight the saints overcome the saints and God is watching in heaven the, he got the victory doesn't mean he's of God what is of God is of God whether that thing gets the victory you think is victory or not if it was that who gets the victory is the one that's of God then Jesus would not have been crucified they said to him if you are the son of God come down from the cross he said idiot come down to do what I'm not coming down if you like believe if you like don't believe I am not coming down because there are certain times what the world wants you to do to prove that God is with you is the exact thing God doesn't want you to do 
in order to remain with you. The foundation of God, God bless you, sir, remain at sure. And power was given him over all kindreds. And what? Nobody will escape the Antichrist. Your village will not be too small that they won't find you. Neither will your city be too large that they can't spot you. Forget all those films you watch and some people were hiding in the bush. Of course, people will hide in the bush, but for how long? How long can you survive when you cannot buy or sell? Verse 8. Let's read verse 8. And all that dwell on the earth shall do what? Shall worship him. Whose names? <laughs> Who are those that will worship the Antichrist? Those whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. From the foundation of the world. Verse 9. If any man have ear, let him hear. If you have ears, hear. There are two things I want to bring out from here. Like I said, what brought us here is to let you know that the, one of the events that must happen before the books are open is that the Antichrist must be given room to operate. But two things stand out in what we have read. Those who will wander after the beast and be marveled and be moved and be intrigued about the power demonstration, about the dominion, about the scope of influence of the beast are those whose names are not written in the book of life. If your name is written in the book of life, you will see the beast demonstrate all those things. It won't, it won't fascinate you. Because your spirit knows that this is not why I am serving God. Let's begin to round up. Hallelujah to Jesus. If you notice the scriptures we read, there are three manifestations of the Antichrist. One is the dragon. Revelation 3, 13, 2 to 4. We won't read again for time. The dragon is going to show up as the political Antichrist. It's going to show up as God the Father. The manifestation of the Antichrist, which the Bible calls the mystery of iniquity. Hello? Which I explained yesterday. I said, for you to understand the mystery of iniquity, you must also understand the mystery of godliness. The mystery of godliness is that God was made manifest in the flesh. Alright? So now, the mystery of iniquity, Satan wants to be made manifest in the flesh. And the same way we have God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, there is satanic trinity. Satan wants to imitate that, yes. The dragon is going to be acting like the father. 
the first beast is going to act like the son and then the third beast is going to be acting like the Holy Ghost fake but they will divide their operations into three the political antichrist the economic antichrist and the religious antichrist the political antichrist is the one that will finally manifest as the president general of the whole world why do you think i don't know if that has changed now as at the last time i was told the richest man in the world was bill gate it has changed now who Jeff Bezos. Which church does he attend? You see? He's not a Christian. The last time I checked, the richest man in Africa was who? Dangote. Which church does he attend? What do you think the devil is playing at? He's trying to prepare and experiment for people that will be used as economic messiahs. Yes, because when the Antichrist takes the stage, one of the things he has to do is solve the political problems of the world. Israel will stop fighting with Palestinians. Palestinians will stop fighting with Israel. Do you understand? Everywhere will appear to be at peace temporarily for three and a half years. Then he will solve the economic problems of the world through the economic Antichrist. But where the whole thing is targeted is to now allow the, the third antichrist which the bible called the false prophet to rise hello i'd like to read you something about the false prophet are we still together look with me at verse we were in revelation 13 right please let's go to verse 11 the same Revelation 13, verse 11. Can we read together down to verse 15? Revelation 13, can we read together? Ask your neighbor, is your name in the book of life? What answer did you get? Then read with me to verse 15. And I beheld another beast. So there was a dragon, there was a beast before you remember. Now, this one is another beast. Everybody say another beast. That's the third person of the Trinity. That's the one that is going to be acting like the Holy Ghost. And I beheld and another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. <laughs> he had two horns like a lamb. Why? He wants to imitate the meekness of Christ. Christ is the Lamb of God. The Lamb is symbolic of religion. He's going to come with religion. He's going to come with a type of Christianity. Listen to me. What the Antichrist will do is blend all faith into one. That's why they are pumping people to believe that Christians are causing problems. How come the world is attacking Christians, attacking pastors, and nobody is attacking imams for the terrorism Muslims are causing? Why? Because the Antichrist, one of his strategies is going to be to say, there's been too much violence in the world because of religion. So government, the one world government, wants to come out with one religion. Everybody join that religion so that there will be no confusion again. 
That's where he's going to. And the person that is going to be responsible for that is this very beast that is going to come like a lamb. He looks like a lamb. He looks religious. He looks like he's, go he's godly. He looks like he's serving God. But guess what? When he speaks, he will talk the mind of the dragon. Please, pardon me if this hurts your religious ego. The Catholic Church is playing that very well. They say they are of God. They say they stand for Christ. But watch every time the Pope gives address in secular gatherings. All he says is global warming, girl child education, issues of slavery. What is different between what he's saying and what the Secretary General of United Nations is saying? Why wouldn't the Pope be talking about Christian salvation? Christian sanctification, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the rapture of the saints. Why is he talking? The same thing governments of the world talk about is what he talks about. Because the religious antichrist will have the look of a lamb, but he will speak like a dragon. He will push the agenda of the dragon but with a religious covering. So be careful with pastors who are always trying to be politically correct. Having the form of godliness sir, but denying the power. Wolf in sheep clothing. Clothed like lamb but speaking like a dragon. Because they are actually representing the dragon. Be careful when you go to a church and the pastor is always trying to sound like he's a politician or he's a president of one country. Do you understand what I'm saying? I met somebody and, and I was telling him about campaign for integrity in Christian ministry. And he told me, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so church in, in, so, so pastor in Lagos is doing something similar. I said, wow, what is he doing? He said, he's actually gathering pastors and teaching them accounting. You know what I said to myself? I first asked him, I said, that's not what I'm saying. He said, no, it's almost the same thing. Because he said, why is teaching them the accounting? He said, so that, you know, as a pastor, you have to manage the church finance the way government want. I just said to myself, who sent me? I shouldn't have even brought up this conversation. Now, that brother is a good brother. He's not a bad brother. Don't misunderstand me. But I think that he hasn't understood that there are lambs who speak like a dragon. When a pastor is too concerned about pleasing government, aligning with government, and making that look like that is responsible Christianity, there is a problem. Sometimes it's the lack of nerves to confront what is evil. You know, it amuses me when I hear people talk about, you know, if you get to America, government look into the books of the churches. Please, if you want to look into books, come and look. Pastor Henry Young has nothing to hide. But the point I'm making is, how do you look into the finance you did not provide? Is it part of your budget? If you want to be looking into church finances, then when you are making budget, allot some money for churches. 
Yeah, you know, because all these pastors are thieves. Wow! If a pastor is not faithful with money, how can he lead your soul to heaven? Your soul and money, which one is easier to handle? But all those are setups for the world to judge what they are not supposed to judge so they can have a ground to condemn the innocent. Has the look of a lamb but speaks like a dragon. <laughs> Be careful when you enter a church on Sunday morning and the topic of discussion is real estate. You enter a church on Sunday morning and the message is on weight loss. You enter a church on Sunday morning, they, they, they just brought an expert to teach us how to get American visa. That is a lost church. With is a lost pastor leading a lost congregation to eternal loss. A church some time ago held a, 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 a seminar. Lesbians, gay, and transgender. The delicate balance. Balance the book What are you balancing? An abomination is an abomination. Stop balancing abomination. Balance what? And listen, listen, I want you to know where I'm going. Watch it. People of the world are always inclined to such churches. They are always going to say, churches should help people. Churches should tell people how to do this. Churches should tell people. I asked somebody on, 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 on a media interview. I said, keep your mouth shut. Stop telling churches what to do. Because you didn't call the pastor. You didn't anoint the pastor. Listen, listen, listen. The day God visited me, what he said to me is, go preach holiness without compromise and make war with holiness that's why he anointed me don't try to tell me what to do for the society you don't direct a person you did not employ excuse me sir by the grace of God you have a company how does another man come and start directing your employees you are the one that employed them. You are the one that paid them. Yet another person wants to direct them. They are busy with what you told them to do. Maybe you, you employed somebody to clean, to clean in the hotel. And somebody tells him, go and clean the street. Go and brush the query road. Yes, go and clean the query road. Is that what you employed and pay him for? You employ somebody to drive you. And that person is telling him, go and drive Caterpillar. Go and flit other people's houses for mosquito to show that you are a good man. But those are the strategies with which Satan and his system is trying to push churches out of the original gospel. To push us into the gospel they want us to preach so they can clap for us and give us awards but we would have been prepared for the use of the antichrist. Because you were already used to preaching to please the world and government. I will not do that. Yes, sir. I'm a mayor. Yes, 
And any Christian that is looking for that kind of pastor is not a sheep of Christ. Where have you seen sheep tell shepherd the direction to go? It's only goat. Shepherd will say, let's go here. Goat will say. Let's read on. What verse are we in now? Verse 12. And he exercised the power of the first beast. Just like the Holy Spirit will be exercising the power of Christ Jesus, right? Come on! Just like you say, in the name of Jesus and the Holy Ghost will move. The same way, the second beast, the religious antichrist imitating the Holy Ghost will exercise the power of the first beast before him. And cause the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. Just like the Holy Spirit makes us to worship Jesus, whose deadly wounds were healed. Verse 13. Verse 13. And he doeth. <laughs> Signs and wonders are solo, Paul. <laughs> Signs and wonders are solo, Paul. Signs and wonders break it. So be careful when people tell you, come and see power. Come and see signs. Come and see miracles. Raw power. Be careful. Excess power. Now, I'm going to put power in this speaker. Anybody that touch this speaker will fall. Bam. Oh, yeah, come and touch. You are touching. Hey, hey, hey. I beg, okay? If you have the power of the Holy Ghost, put it in human beings. Let them go and do exploit for Christ. Stop putting in speaker. Speaker doesn't need it. I am going to blow breeze on this man now. He will fall down and he will die here. No man but of woman can raise him up. Oga, dead men feel much worry. Go there and raise them up. Stop fooling people. Jesus didn't kill the ones he raised. He raised the ones that killed. Listen, I know that human beings have challenges and problems. God has plans to solve the problems, to fix the challenges, and give you testimonies. But never go after signs and wonders. For an evil and an adulterous generation, seek it after a sign. When you are truly following Jesus, the more you are hungry for signs and wonders, the less he gives it to you. He makes all things beautiful at his own time. I know your grandmother is sick. Jesus has a plan to heal her if her time to die has not come. But don't serve Jesus because you're looking for healing for your grandmother. Serve Jesus because Jesus created you to serve him. Whether he heals your grandmother or not, serve him. Whether he solves your problem or not, serve him. Whether he, he fixes the situation or not, serve him. Wonder. So that he maketh fire. 
come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of all men. Raw power, do am you go see raw miracle life? See him. Listen to me. When I minister by the grace of God and people are healed and miracles happen, Pastor Moses will bear me witness in Malaysia. He will bear me witness in Sierra Leone. I don't ask for testimonies. It's not that sharing testimonies are bad. I don't want to be carried away with that and I don't want that to be the main focus of my ministry. Wherever testimonies have been shared, the pastor of the church decided those of you that are members of this church, when they share testimony on Sunday morning, I have not even finished praying. I have not even come out. 